0: Welcome to the Mission 300 podcast as we journey into the realities of who our Father is and who we are to Him. We're continuing with this topic of identity, and in this episode we're going to discuss name, inheritance, and charge, the three main components that are bestowed on us when we discover who we are and we're called out. And again, everything begins with being called into a higher place by our source, which we discussed in the last episode of A Father Calling a Son. We began this journey with the backdrop of the movie Kingdom of Heaven. And at this stage, uh, Balian now has joined himself to his father. He answered his call uh, to join him in, a, in receiving his position, his inheritance, his name, and his charge. And they have, uh, he's, Balian has let go of his old world and he's accepted the new. And in this journey, it is now up to Balian to learn who he really is, and in order to do that, he has to study his father. You know, when Jesus said, come and follow me, that Greek word follow doesn't mean to blindly, uh, like a trail horse with your nose in the butt of the horse in front of you and just go down a trail ride. It's not apathetic, it's not passive, it's not uh, weak. It is not just, okay, I'm nothing, so I'm just gonna follow. It is, and it is not just like joining a cause and you go mind numb and you just go after the cause. It is so much greater than that. When we join to our Father, this word follow means to observe and to watch. So now our Father becomes our model. He's acting. What does he think? How does he see? How does he behave? Uh, What are his thought processes? The reason this becomes critical is he's getting ready to pass on to us the name. He's getting ready to pass on to us the inheritance and he's getting ready to pass on to us the responsibility that we go walk in. And as we focus and observe him, we start discovering more about what we really are. And we begin taking his spirit and his, his way of thinking and his, his view in order to apply it into our next stage. And we will discuss that in the next podcast, but I want you to see this in Balian's journey as he gets to, uh, Messina. And at this point, his father who was wounded in the battle to uh, actually rescue Balian is now getting ready to die. And at this point, he calls Balian to him and the priest is there witnessing and Balian comes and kneels before him and his father bestows on him the name Baron of Iberlin. And Godfrey The father gives up his name, and he now transfers his namesake over to his son. So his son now becomes the carrier of that namesake, his surname. And so this becomes very important when we take on or we pray in the name of Jesus or we do something in the name of Jesus. It's not just we're saying a magic word. We are in that surname operating as an individual. So we have an individual identity, our first name, but now we have the power authority name, the namesake that we're operating under. So that's the name. So uh, Balian is is now the Baron of Iberlin. The second thing he's given is the inheritance. So all the land, all the soldiers, um, all that comes with that, that role is now bestowed onto Balian. The, second, the third thing that's being done is he's given a charge. He's told who he is and what his role is. You will protect the king. You'll serve him. If the king is dead, you will protect the people. And I think it's interesting is the charge doesn't go, all right, here's what you get from all this. The charge goes, here's how you're going to use all of this. And that's a much bigger topic. And I, I'm going to save that to the next podcast where we can really get into the charge. And it will start explaining Uh, and bring some understanding to even that word suffering that comes up in the Bible and in the New Testament. But those are the three things that are bestowed uh, from the Father. One thing to observe from this picture is it really answers that question of who are we and what is our position in the universe? It brings clarity to that because this is the number one heart cry of every human being is that question. This is why religions are formed, or anti-religions, or causes, or um, justice programs. They're all in pursuit of answering or bringing clarity to that question. But again, you will never really know this until you know your father. So Jesus gives this parable in Luke chapter 15, starting with verse 11, that, that really pulls all this together. And it's about a certain man who had two sons. And the younger of them, uh, he comes of age and he says, Hey father, I want all the portion of goods. I want my inheritance given to me. Um, and so the father said, no problem. So he divided between the two brothers, all his livelihood. And then not many days later, that younger brother goes off to another country and lives this wild life, and he wastes his whole entire inheritance. And it says something very interesting is that when he or he, when he wasted all of his goods, it says he joined himself to a citizen of that country. In other words, when he felt like he had lost everything that that his way of handling things, his resources, when they dried up, his abilities, his talents, uh, his finances, when that all dried up, he realized he needed to connect to another source. He had lost himself and deemed himself unworthy of his father. So he joined himself to a citizen of that country. I think this is very much like the original fall when they left the father and joined themselves to another, uh, the system of this world ran by Lucifer himself. They, They joined themselves to that and they became slaves of that system. All right, so keep that in mind as we go through. So that's kind of what's happening to this young man. Pretty soon, he discovered he's out feeding the pigs. He doesn't even have, the pigs get fed better than he does. He's not even eating. When he came to himself, and I think this is amazing, when he came to himself, when he went back to who he really was, see, he thought that he would go serve himself and that he would use the inheritance for himself and again in the next podcast we'll talk about the charge and how we utilize what's been given to us but he he went for himself but now he came to himself and he discovered how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare and i perish with hunger here's what i'm going to do i'm going to go to my father and i will say to him father I've sinned against heaven and before you. It's kind of similar to Balian. He kind of hit that point where he lost everything. His father invited him in, but Balian's going to go do it his way. He's going to go live from his own abilities, his own talents. Uh, he's going to function under the world system and do, work on self-preservation. But then all of a sudden, when he loses everything and he's found to be a murderer, uh, now he's come to an end to himself. And so he goes and finds his father. And he says, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son, Make me like one of your hired servants. And I really want you to catch this because a father, a good father, just like is being depicted in this picture, because Jesus is trying to get you to see what your heavenly father looks like. And it says, once he got to his father, his father saw him coming and his father ran to him. And when his father, he ran to him and he fell on his neck, he kissed him. And the son said to him, father, I've sinned against heaven And in your sight, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father, verse 22, I want you to catch this. The father, when he calls you out, he does not look at what you're not. He doesn't look at what you become in joining yourself to the other citizen. He doesn't look at what your old nature has done. He looks at who you really are. And his father did not answer him this is a big deal and it's part of the reason why we struggle hearing god's voice is we keep asking him from that old man we come to him with all of the the baggage and the conversation of our old man but that is not who we are we're coming to him just like bailey and if he came to godfrey as the blacksmith he would miss the conversation instead he came to him accepting his new position the father said to his servants he did not answer his son said to his servants, bring out the best robe, put it on him. What did he do? Put the name on him. The the robe represented the name, the family name. It represented when anyone saw him in the field, they knew who the son of the master was. It, It was the declaration of his name and his position. Put a ring on his hand. That is the authority. It's part of the char- inheritance. You now have authority over everything. Whatever you stamp the ring in and make agreement to, you're in charge. Put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. The sandals on the feet mean quit walking in the dirt and quit quit uh, stepping in this lowly place. I'm gonna lift you off of that into a new place. This is a charge and I'm gonna show you how to quit living from the dirt and rising to a higher position and to live from that. But I want you to catch this very closely. In the kingdom of God, as I said on the last podcast, he gives to you first, then teaches you how to live from it. He does not make you earn it. He didn't make his son come and work as a servant for several years, re-earn trust, rebuild his way back in. No, he immediately bestowed because you cannot grow in the kingdom of God and transform without your identity leading the way. So he re-bestows on him and re-establishes him in his name, in his inheritance, and in his charge. And it makes all the difference. And the kingdom of God is the same way. It's just like Balian. Balian didn't know his father was and was living joined to another citizen. His father comes and rescues him out, calls him, But it came to the point where he had to wait for Balian to come to the end of of his old ways and to his true self and saying, this ain't working. I'm going to go to my father. And it's when he gets to his father and his father accepts and receives him that the journey begins to change. This great new journey, however, does have some bumps in the road because not everyone is going to be really happy about the father bringing you in. They're going to remember what you were. And I, it's interesting, even in the story of the certain man that Jesus, the parable that Jesus was sharing, the other son stayed and was angry. And he wouldn't go into this party because the, the father had this huge party to celebrate the son coming home. He was lost. He's now found. He was dead. Now he's alive. He He's celebrating this transformation of his son being back in a new role, in a new way of thinking. And the other son, though, was angry that this party was taking place. So the the father goes to the other son in verse 29 of Luke 15. He says, So he answered and said to his father, All these years I've been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time. And yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. This really reveals two pictures. The first one is some people don't understand what they've been given or they want to use it to their advantage. Like the, first, but like the younger son, but the younger son did have a heart change and came to himself. The other son lived in the rules and the, the, the obedience where he knew what the father wanted to do and it became much more of a mechanical process, but he never understood what was really given to him. He never understood what, what was really his role. What, what was actually empowered? See, the father wanted a relationship with both sons. He didn't want a mechanical beings. He didn't want to buy one of them or buy the other one. He didn't want just more servants. He wanted sons. He wanted to pass on something to them. And the older son just never got it. And when he saw this younger son being celebrated, this one that went and lived a life that he would never live, he became angry. It's very much like Cain and Abel. This malice starts building up. And the problem was the other son was, was in position, but he kept trying to operate that position from the system of the world, the system that surrounded them. If I do these things, then you'll give me something. If I do these things, then you'll give me something. And the father makes this real amazing statement to him. Son, you are always with me. And all that I have is yours. What is he telling his son? You've missed the big picture. You're already with me. You could have taken any one of these things and made merry with your friends. He goes on, It was right that we should make merry and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. In other words, all these things were already yours. I've already given you the inheritance. But because you looked at things from your performance, you looked at things from your own insecurity versus taking on my name and the security that I provided in it, you've missed it. The second brother just did not know how to take the responsibility of what had been given to him that would have freed him from the victimization, and he would have celebrated his other brother coming home. We're going to talk about that more continuing the next podcast when we deal with charge of how do we use what's been given to us that we can fully maximize in our relationship with the father, because at the end of the day, the whole thing is keep bringing us back to who our father is. Remember the first son, when he came back, he remembered the goodness of his father that brought him back around. And the same is true even with with Balian, as he goes through this journey and he is now having to go step out on his own and he's taking all these things uh, that have been given to him and the authority, he now has to learn to navigate with them, but he has the spirit of his father that is now going with them in the rest of that journey. So I'm gonna close this session with this big idea. When you are called into your identity and you will receive that call and you let go of what you were to take on what you've become, you've been given a name, you've been given an inheritance, you've been given a charge. There's nothing more that can be given to you than what is given to you at the beginning. It's all been given. It's just learning how to utilize it. Many people still wander around just like that second boy Boy, if I just had that, if I, just, if I could have that, then my life would change. If I could just have that, my life would change. See, those are victim questions. Those are self-seeking questions. I understand them, but that's really coming from the old nature. When we understand, wow, He's given me all this, how do I use it? How do you think? How would you function in that? All of a sudden, we step into a power arena. We step into a strength and power that He's designed for us, an authority that is full of mercy, that is full of strength, that is full of courage, that is full of confidence. The Bible says that the meek shall inherit the earth, and we've made meek to look like weak. Passive, uh, um, uh, almost someone we don't want to be like. Meek does not mean any of those things. A meek horse is a horse that is a war horse, and the soldier would ride that horse into battle, and the horse would not flinch at, at bloodshed, would not flinch at fire, would not flinch at swords, swords clashing, it would not flinch at the conflict it's running into, and it will go to battle, and it would even come to, they would bring that war horse to the water, and the the horse, at its when he was thirsty and had been in battle for hours and, and needed the drink, would not drink till the master released him to drink that's a meek horse the same is true for a soldier a, a meek soldier is one that is strong well, eclip- well equipped has a sword on his side is very skilled in battle but chooses not to draw the sword at the com- waiting for the command of his of his commander This is a meek soldier. The same is true for a son. He catches the spirit of his father. He realizes everything has been given to me, and he can operate confidently in full assurance with all the courage, but is sensitive to the ear of his father. That is what we've been given an identity, a name, an inheritance, and a charge. And it changes who we are that we become a meek individual lifting other people. Just remember this, you never know who you really are until you know your father.